Man, tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 142. We in the building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most. B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You already know how this goes. Please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS or Android, and please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you're any brand new deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. Slick, a scary podcast hour, Slick. <laughs> It's scary over here, man. Let's do our weekly check-ins. We got a lot to get into. How you feeling this week? Tired of shit, dog. This has been like the last three weeks. I just feel like I've been on nonstop go. So I'm definitely a little tired. But I'm here with you. I ain't canceled. I ain't canceled twice in three weeks. <laughs> Come on now. So, you, you know what? I actually want to give you your praise for this year. This last week, that one time was just only the one time this year compared to the other. And else, we didn't even really did anything for our three year, which was in October though. Shout out to us for making this to three years though. But this year, I'm very proud of you, good sir. Because usually in the in the last two years, we went two two or three weeks without recording every other bi-weekly. This year, you've been very consistent and present. Shout out to you. I'm trying. I'm tired of shit though. This old near. I don't know if this shit gonna continue. <laughs> Oh come on! I just raised yeah, you. Nah, nah. Once you, you you put the you already compliment. Once I get the compliment, I don't give a fuck no more. But now, nah, just uh, I'm I'm good though. I'm good. It's just like a lot of work. We're trying to just stay on top of things. And it's like you know, sometimes Mondays just seem heavy. But then by the time it gets like Friday, Saturday, you like, all right, I unpacked. And by Sunday, it's like, oh shit, we got to start the shit all over again. But it is you know Thanksgiving season. Holidays are approaching. So definitely looking forward to trying to create some kind of space just to have a break. and But also, you know, still trying to lock in on some things. Got a lot of things I'm trying to get in, in line and, and ordered up. So I'm excited. How you feeling, bro? Feeling good, feeling good. You know, um, I'm actually been in body-wise pause. My body has been in, 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 in a great space. You know, and usually I'd be having like knee problems, foot problems, and all that jazz. I've been, I've been, my body's been really... Body's been different, you heard? Bow. Um, but overall, I'm just trying to maintain. Um, I'm trying to put some more stuff on my plate. I really want to lock in, bro. I really want to put my head down for the next six months, get everything in order, make 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 some adjustments to my five year plan. I'm really, I really want to lock in. By the time daylight savings is over, I want to like have a product to be proud of so that's my goal though i'm speaking into existence i'm saying it on the podcast so y'all can hold me to it you feel me but it's time to put in work you feel me is it is the weather i don't know the weather is a little warm today though but right now it's gonna get colder (laughs) it's time to lock in you feel me 
get get your goals together. We got a couple more weeks left of the year. New year about to start, even though we don't really do that new year, new me bullshit, but time to get shit done, bro. We got a lot of opportunities, especially if you live in New York City. There's a lot of things that you could do, a lot of resources, a lot of organizations you could be in contact with to make whatever you want to do happen. So dream big. Oh, come on. A little motivation over here. Like, I might put that as, you know, podcaster slash government slash motivational speaker. I'm here, though. But Slick, like I said, it's scary podcast hours, Slick. All right, man. Um, the Senate, <laughs> our government is ghetto. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Niggas is over here about to scrap. That was the, that was the pinnacle of standing on business. Like <laughs> I thought, I seen when they posted it, and I was like, "This shit not real." They're not really. Oh, he's mad. He's really mad. Let me see if I can find that shit real quick. Wait, I'll send it to you right now. That, if you're unfamiliar, so on the Senate floor, they were having a discussion, and a senator and a teamster basically, yo, I guess one man was talking shit, and the other dude basically said, yo, bet. You said, whenever I see you, it's on site, right? <laughs> it's on site. All right, here we go. Let's listen to it real quick. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because... I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solution? Every pull. No, no, sit down. Stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up then. <laughs> nah. That's standing on business. I go, hold you. We standing on business all year long and next year. You heard? It's just we just a third world nation with a lot of, with, with a lot of outstanding debt. Our credit card bill is crazy, but you know. Thanks. <laughs> But it's, it's wild because it's like homeboy really said he's like we can be two consent like it, that was the whitest like yo I'm gonna fuck you up without having to get, yo it's on TV they can't wild me out like so you want so shit huh what's up come on now like I wonder if they fought after business. I do wonder if they fought after like or is it just like, alright yeah, it was a good show we got to be something either that or something happened and they had to divert attention it's like yo start a fight yo, you start know, a fight it, it, it reminded me of those videos you ever saw those videos of the other countries and they be over here scrapping like there was like a whole squad like niggas be other countries get it in, so hey, New York, hey, America. Nah, they ain't letting that it. They're not, they not giving it up like that. I promise. <laughs> All right, um, and 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 some bad news though. Not, yo, niggas got to get this federal case right. So a mistrial has been declared in federal case against Brett, the former officer involved involved in the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor. Apparently, the jurors, there was, um, the judge had to send security in there because the, the, the juror was yelling at each other and all that good stuff. Bro, I, I, I don't like where is this going. It's the same old song, though. And I think in this case, in a state like over Kentucky, right? Yeah. A state that I believe is traditionally right. It's probably a lot of people that have different views and based on how the media portrayed the case and whatnot. It's never as cut and dry as we would like it to be 
especially when a lot of times people do see color, people do see their prejudice and their bias reflected in these national cases. And it's, it's, it's very disheartening, but it's, again, more of the same old song, where it's like, we're going to get this big national outcry, we're going to take, maybe it's going to be a trial. But in the end, it's kind of like, it's a mistrial, or they found that the verdict is not guilty. It's frustrating, but it's more of the same. And that's, again, I, I might sound desensitized to it, and I don't mean to, because, again, a family lost their daughter, uh, and, you know, great trauma was inflicted, and as a community, we're just like, yo, what the fuck, like, it wasn't even the right crib, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's, it's no, there's no repercussions. That means that they can make a, a a fatal mistake and fire more than five shots inside a home and nothing happened. I don't get to see my loved one again, and I just have to deal with the. And mind you, they just get they just lose their job at that precinct and go to somewhere else to get another job. That shit, ugh, it's tough, bro. Super it's tough, though. Um, um, Grammys. What's your thoughts on the Grammys nomination this year? I feel like, I don't know. Um, I think they kind of did did a good job this year, man. I, um, I kind of think. Are we I'm about, not too. I'm not too upset. Are we talking about the like predominantly like urban categories or the general field in general or overall? I, I say general. Uh, in the general field, so let's, uh, let's see. I mean, I you know I followed the Grammys when they came out. I seen SZA was nominated. Taylor, I figured Victoria oh, yes. Victoria Monet. I was surprised that most she, nominated. Yeah, Victoria Monet. I was that was a shocker. And you got like the Olivia Rodrigo's Miley Cyrus, John Baptiste, who won Album of the Year, I believe, two years ago. So he's back up. Wait, my question: How was the like? What's the deadline? Because didn't Jaguar come out a couple months ago? It wasn't. Uh, was it that long? Jaguar ago? Jaguar came out, I believe, in was it August. The cutoff Something is like the cutoff that. is normally in, I think it's normally like September thirtieth. It got it might have got moved to mid October. Anything pre October, like it's pretty valid. So and I'm surprised I didn't see Kendrick Lamar because Kendrick Lamar dropped the album last year. Maybe he didn't submit it. He might not have submitted. I'm trying to think. Was the Kendrick album for this year? It might have been last year. Was it? No, no. Actually, you're right. I don't think K Dot did. He probably couldn't have submitted it. The Mr. Morales. Because right? I know I know the Killer Mike. Now this is okay. We already on here already. Okay, I know her loss been nominated for a few, and I want Drake and Twenty One Savage to win. But Killer Mike, I said this way before when the album dropped for All the Dogs dropped. Killer Mike deserved Hip Hop Album of the Year. Now her loss can win some other stuff, and I want them to win, especially because Drake got beef with the Grammys. So I want to stick up for Drake. But if Killer Mike don't win Best Hip Hop Album. Is something wrong, and that's in me, and that's being a Drake stand for me to come out and say that <laughs> means something. You feel me? Yeah, no. Nah, Ken, uh, Kendrick was nominated last year and won Best Rap Album, so he's good. He can dig. It. So that's what happened with Kendrick. I just checked that out. But Killer Mike definitely Metro Boomin. I'm surprised got Best Rap nod. That's impressive. Drake in 21, Nas, Travis. That's actually a pretty decent list. I'm trying to think was anybody omitted off the top of my head. I can't think of somebody that might have missed out on that. Uh, probably Little Uzi Burt. Eh. He got best rap song nomination. I don't think the album was that great, but the best rap song was smooth. Ice Spice got a couple of joints up here. Okay, Ice. Yeah, that Ice Spice and Taylor Swift was a bad. Not that shit didn't do shit. We heard that shit. We was, niggas was excited. That shit came out. That shit went milk dud. Niggas is not talking about that karma song by them. Hey. That was one thing they got wrong. Burner Boy got nominated for best uh, melodic rap performance. Shout out to him. Lil Dirk got a Grammy nod. Okay. Best rap performance, now, Black Thor. You see, so so best R and B song, right? So we have Coco Jones, "I See You." Now this is the one that's tough for me. We got we got Haley with "Angel," 
We got Scissor with Snooze. We got Victoria Monet on my mama. And then we got Robert Glasper on Back to Love. This is tough because Snooze is a great record. And I think Snooze should win. But God damn it, I See You is a better R&B, is a better sung R&B song. I agree. I agree. On my mama was a nice little movement. Uh, you can't. I'm I'm looking at it. And I'm just like thinking off the top of my head. Like a lot of these, the nominations are pretty solid in my opinion. I feel like I can't be as mad. Like there might be some people that got knocked. I know I saw Rory from Rory and Moe's. I said he got snubbed. This album was solid. <laughs> but yeah, because he he is right though. There's a lot of EPs. Because if you look at the best R&B album, Summer Walker, and that shit didn't really do much. And also, that's technically an EP. Mm-hmm. Why is an EP in the album list? That's true. And Rory album is pretty fire. I know you. I know you was a little indifferent about it. I thought it was solid. It was good. I just felt like I didn't feel the cohesiveness for me, for my taste. I'm not saying it wasn't mm-hmm. cohesive, but for me, it was kind of like I didn't, like it was just like a collection of good songs, you know. But I mean, I can't really be. A Babyface album was tough. Coco's oh, album yes. was good. Definitely tough. I don't know who I don't know who Emily King is. I apologize for that. Summer's joint. To your point, it was an EP. I think it had great vibes to it, but I don't necessarily see it as like album of the year kind of contemporary work but i guess because she she wasn't nominated for the last two right so i think this might be a makeup because remember she didn't get nominated for over it i don't feel like but that's that's the worst that's the worst makeup. that's what happens with the grammys when you get overlooked a lot of times they will compensate by putting up a project that probably shouldn't get that acclaim in that category so but that's that's not something that she should be nominated she had overall the best debut album of the decade <laughs> well we know one person is not winning a category is diddy Oh yeah, we'll get to that later though. Yep. Um, Janelle Monae getting a lot of nominations. I was surprised about. I listened to the Asia Pleasure. It was definitely like a liberating album. I can see why, especially for the people that's on. Keep the showing them titties out, girl. Keep showing them shits. Every I'm going to all her concerts now. All her concerts mandatory. She shows some titties, so I fuck with her. She should win. That <laughs> alone. I'm just saying, but I think like best. I'm sorry, I didn't. This was a, a black album. I didn't really enjoy. So the, but shout out to him for getting the uh, the Grammy nod on that. I'm trying to think who else. What else am I seeing? Yeah, we go. Matter of fact, towards the end of this year, we go do our old Grammy episode where we go to take some out and, and, and make a list over here of the best albums over here. I'm cool with it. Let's do it. I'll be at the end of the year. Right. But yeah, shout out to the Grammys. I think for the most part, I'll say they they got 75 percent of the list. I give them a, I give them a good C plus. Was Beyonce not up for this year? Or was she last year? Oh, I think she won last year, right? Yeah, no, then she won last year. She won a lot of awards last year. Okay, I'm just double checking because I was just like, wait a minute, because I feel like you know what happens. I think when music drops and how it impacts, that always throws. Yeah, she got. Oh she, yeah, because she broke the record. Remember? Yeah, yeah she broke right. the record she last she year. She won the R&B category. I'm just double checking because I'm like, sometimes I feel like maybe you get like a song, but I was like, when did the album come out? Like I don't remember. But I think that's the thing with the Grammys too. Nowadays, you don't remember who won these shits if you don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Anymore. But but you know what they said that um just being nominated like, opens not only the streams but opened up the doors helps you negotiate there so I see why everybody strives to at least be nominated even though niggas don't remember it because when you go into these deals I think I think the Grammys are more so for business in a sense when you are negotiating. And you are trying to get that back. I don't think it's really meant for the public sort of thing. No, it's fair. It's like you add. It's like the it's like the the gold star on your work. I respect it. Yeah, 
Okay, Slick. Oh, we got a lot of celebrity news. Let's get to Will Smith and Dwayne Martin first because we got a lot of other stuff. Well, apparently, Will Smith's ex-best friend went to Tasha K. Side note, Tasha K, you do not want to make money. I swear, bro, you want to continue to be broke and get in lawsuits because Jada Pinkett said two words. She's suing. That's side note, by the way. Apparently... The ex-best friend of Will Smith, we really saw Dwayne Martin killing Will Smith from the back, pause. <laughs> and this only fuels more of the rumors that have been talked about their friendships. What, 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 what's your thoughts on that? First of all, I guess, should we play it? I'm trying to debate because I just feel like it's, regardless, this is the first art, like, as men, regardless of what, if it's, even if it was true, I'm from the odds of it being true to me are probably like thirty percent, right? The yeah. fact that you have a falling out and your immediate decision is to go on a press tour and slander your former best friend—that's bitch shit. He's yep. a bitch, exactly. straight up bitch. Regardless, I don't like what's happening in that man's bed, yo. That's on that's on him. That's between him, his wife, and whoever. If that case was uh, to be true, and that other party, right? You feel me? But the fact that you want to be messy about it and you want to go on these blog sites and shit, I'm like, bro, for what? Because the cool thing to do is to make fun of Will Smith or kick him while he's down. And I appreciated what Jada said. Like the first, I said it to my, my, my homie um, Southside. I was like, yo, bro. He's like, yo, this is the first time we've literally seen, like, in a while, Jada stand up for her man. And we I saw him. Like, no shout it. to her, though. <laughs> I was like, yo, shit, good shit, mama. Because we was mad at you for a while, Jada. I ain't going to hold you. And it's just like, yo, bro, like, come the fuck on, dog. Like, why? Why? And it's like, I just want to play the clip real quick because it's like, it's nasty work. Let's listen to was the woman that everybody, you come in with a pinky toe, there's nothing you can do to please her. You can buy her 80 cars, you can get her 80 private jets. If she's itching for that baby leg, she want that baby leg. You can beat a person so much that they fall into submission. So, I, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch, and um, Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him, murder. Like, Jada was the one. Like, what, bro? That's crazy. You saying killing him, dog. That's, but that's <laughs> like, yo, regardless, like, yo, I was just like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, you, as a grown man, you went to this other, this fucking podcast platform that just talk shit about your mans and just throw him under the bus on some shit like this. Mm-hmm. In this current climate, where it's like, true or not, the media gonna run with it. This nigga has Will has been getting hit left and right in the last year and a half. Like, come on, son. What could have possibly yeah, ended that friendship? And niggas don't really end friendships like that unless it's some egregious shit. Unless he like fucks your wife or something. Like, what's going on with you, dogs? And even as the case, you just handle that in house in person and whatnot. You don't sit here. So what if he? I like to like and in back, not to bring up the Dwight Howard situation. No reason why people was caring about Dwight because it was a lawsuit and it was made public. But if, if Dwight Howard was over here. Doing the threesomes, nigga, that's none of our business. <laughs> if 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 it is true that him and Dwayne Martin are getting it in, that's none of our business. No one lies letting these celebrities live a private life. That shit just crazy to me. But let's go to the Kiki Palmer situation. So slick, this literally happened directly after we recorded our podcast. Kiki Palmer request for a restraining order has been granted. And then afterwards, the mom came out. I never heard of, I never heard of her mom before. And for her mom to make a public video, and then the brother 
put a tweet and started, and then his baby mama started. Slick, go. What's your whole thoughts on this whole Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson situation? Domestics is never okay, and it's never easy to navigate. And it gets even worse when it's involving famous people. And it was evidence. It wasn't just hearsay. There was video camera footage, or uh, they had the screenshots, right? It wasn't necessarily the footage yet. Right? He has those shots, yeah. And then even to the point of, like, uh, the older brother from Insecure, Sarunas, right? Sarunas Jackson, like, saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, he he had anger issues. Like, I used to be the same way, so I can't tell him nothing. Like, nigga, he's beating, it's like, he's beating the mother of his child. No, so apparently that was towards Kiki. Oh. The, 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 the tweet that he deleted, that she's being manipulated, I mean, she's she manipulates and do all that other stuff. That's why he deleted. Mm, oh, plot thickens. And that's why, and, and that's why the mom went at, went hard on him as well. And then the thing about it is, this is when this is when you don't throw you don't throw a stone in a glass house because after that, then we found out that he's having custody battles with with that with the girl that was from the show too. So it's like, damn, bro, you should have shut the fuck up because now niggas is in your business now. And now you got to limit <laughs> your social media activity now. But nah, domestics is never okay. Putting your hands on your partner is never okay. Like oh, He and cooked. He and cooked. it's just like, damn, like they got the audio leaking and shit like that. It's just like, yo, bro, at the end of the day, like it's, this shit is toxic. And somebody got to let it go. And I feel like it's the man, the the, the what's it called, dude? The, I don't know what's on. He's not even Darius, whatever his name is. He's like the one that's like gung-ho about this shit. You feel me? I know. I feel for Kiki because I'm like, that's not an easy space to be in. And regardless if she is contrib- contributing to some of the shit that's happening, you know, she doesn't deserve hands put on her. Straight up. Never, never, never. That shit is just sad. And on side note, now you might disagree with this statement. Separate the whole action between the Usher situation and this. The guys wasn't. The guys said it was corny for him to tweet this out because I, I saw a lot of women. This is not towards Kiki. Yeah, I saw a lot of women on social media. Oh, this is why we we still standing on that type of business of yeah, respect your man, but do not put your hands on a woman whatsoever. We stand on that. And I and but shout to Kiki though because she will be hosting an award show. I think it's a Soul Train, right? If I'm if I'm mis, if I Kiki, misspoke, Kiki stay with a bag Palmer. Yeah, she like yeah, just let me hunt my baby. Just get this nigga away from me. All right, now other scary hours. Cassie has filed a thirty million dollar lawsuit against Diddy, claiming that he not only raped her, but forced her to have sex with male prostitutes while he recorded, has harassed her. Um, even the brief time she dated Kid Cudi, threatened Kid Cudi's life by doing so, caused a lot of emotional abuse. And now there's other videos. This is hot off the press. This literally just happened. This literally just dropped a few hours ago. So there's more information coming out. What's your whole thoughts on on, on Diddy? For years, we've heard things about Diddy, about you know the shadow life, not just the public persona. It's not. Yeah, so- I just thought niggas shouldn't be party with him because he party party. But <laughs> but I mean, like in this case, to think that he's abusive and manipulative towards his women, I can see it. He has power. He has influence. I'm not saying that I have 100% like this is 100% factual, but it's like you could tell based off just like the way he carries himself and his demeanor and like, you know, money and power, just anybody that has access to those things, how they kind of treat the people around them. Right. And then hearing the stories about like Cuddy and then like he like him forcing her to shave her head and like forcing her to do sexual acts that she wasn't trying to do. I definitely it's like I said, it's not unbelievable not to put that this person on his name, but that's something that's not it's like you could see it happening. 
And it's just like, damn, bro, like, what the fuck? Because it's like, to our points, we've talked about in previous, like, why now? But at the same point, you never know what NDAs and shit like that when things are yeah. able. And it's and it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's going to a federal court, but it's not a criminal suit, I don't believe, right? It's definitely like civil. Yeah. And apparently, um, for the past six months, Diddy claims that he he been subject to her harassment under the threat of writing a damaging book. That's why she was asking for the money, and I guess so. This the story is developing. We gonna we gonna keep tabs on this, man. But prayers to everybody involved, man. Diddy, I hope you I hope you don't get the roaches on your face again. <laughs> um, and Cassie. Sending you healing energy, my I don't think you being abused and being having to go through that type of torment. That shit that, that shit just crazy, bro. Oh dear. That is it's really nothing much to say. That shit is just crazy. And then supplying her with drugs and everything like that. But again, it's not unbelievable. And it's not just like it's not just based off of what we've seen and heard about Diddy, but it's like people in power. You hear these things, these stories come out all the time. Like, yeah. Niggas, niggas who's in power usually have like a sick fetish and whatnot. So stories developing. We'll stay, we'll stay on top of that and whatever case, whatever updates we'll we report on that. Though, but this is what I'm really here for, slick. Let's get into music over here. Should, should, should we do? Should we do the review and then the flute album before I get into my bag? Let's do the flute album, then the review, and then you can have your two minutes to talk about your your love bug. All right, go ahead. All right, so Andre Three Thousand is back, dropping new music, but it's not what we would have all expected. So tomorrow, November seventeenth, Andre Three Thousand is actually dropping a wind instrument album. Let me get the proper title for you. But it's not what people would really expect to be hearing from him. His last release came out in 2006 from the Idlewild soundtrack. But now we're going to got Andre 1000 dropping New Blue Sun. So it's completely flutes and other wind instruments. And he describes it as his way of, you know, making music that made him feel expired, right? Something that he's tried to, the first song is, I, would, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is where the wind took me. And, you know, I have two thoughts. One, I was like, as a fan of Three Stacks, I love to see him happy. I think that I watched his GQ interview on YouTube, and he says, you know what? I can just be a regular person. I've been able to find ways to kind of make my life, remove the the, the annoying elements and the treacherous elements of fame from my life, and I'm just doing what makes me happy. And it's like I'm, I'm dressing like I'm working with my hands. I'm dressing, you know, for work where I'm able to be me. And this is like the wind instruments is where he really – enjoys himself so i'm definitely happy to see him have that at 48 years old but then there's also the part of me it's like damn so we really never get in that three stacks rap album because he said it he said oh. i tried to rap like i really tried it just doesn't it, it's not it's not working for me right now like i, just, I, I respect inspired. that so much though bro i respect I, I, self self-awareness is i'm starting to appreciate that a lot uh, not only for me but for other people who just have good self-awareness he said he's 48 and the type of rap and the type of music that is around right now, he simply just can't get into. He's not he's not gonna be one of them old rappers, <clears throat> push your T. Um, you know, just reliving a past situation. He really wants if he if he wants to rap, he wants to rap about something that he's going through right then and there. And I respect that so much for you to even have that acknowledged because most people would just Rap about something in the past. Just think about the old memory. He actually want to be authentic with his rap. And right now, he just ne- he just not been in that space. He's been in a better space with the flute. And that's what is moving him right now. 
I that makes me appreciate the album, and I didn't even and I know it's coming out. It's gonna make me appreciate the album even more, even if it's just wind and gust. <laughs> you feel me? Because for you to just have that self awareness, bro, and just understand where you at in life, I strive for that. Yeah, no, nah, that's a Fendi. I think I'm enjoy. I I I enjoy Lofi and like instrumentals and stuff when I'm working. So I'm like, that's something I'm definitely gonna probably play it before I play half of these other albums I've downloaded in the last three weeks to listen to. You feel me? So I'm definitely hyped to hear it. Cause I think it's just like you want something to meditate and that's going to be mindful. And I think something that you're going to tell the artist enjoyed making. And speaking of that, this is a great segue to this album review. Chris Brown dropped the 1111 project. And I'm a I'm a breezy fan. I stand by. I don't care. I say it in public. This is probably the most creative endeavor I think Chris Brown has done since he's been back in the mainstream light post fame. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm going to say why I think that. But I'll start with you. You've heard some songs. What did you think about the songs you did here? I actually like it. I think it was refreshing. I would love for him to really, I would love for him to release an album, a condensed album. I think oftentimes when he released these long albums, it makes me lower points for him because it's kind of like, okay, all right. If it's not cohesiveness, if it's just like, uh. I would love to see him do a 12 to 15 track album and see what, if he really has to sacrifice certain songs to put in that, in that stuff and see what is going I think it's going to elevate his songs more, but overall I'm proud of him though. Shout out to him. Yeah, and that funny Marco interview was hilarious too. He said, my sister wanted to have a baby by you. He said, what she look like you? <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. He was tight, but nah, to my earlier point, like I feel like this was the first time in a long time. He wasn't tracing a hit. I didn't hear too many over resampled joints. I didn't hear too much auto tune. I didn't hear like Breezy had more bops. I'm not gonna lie to you. X was a great album in terms of having like good, like really great structured, high quality like songs I could play on the radio or add to a playlist. Um I'm trying to think what else was in between. It was before Breezy Breezy X. Um just in general, his his discography since fame. I think fame was his last like authentic out album where he really sat there and was like yo i gotta put i gotta put that shit on like i gotta i gotta let niggas know who the fuck i am what about indigo indigo was tough but it was also wasn't that like 30 something songs yeah what indigo about has indigo moon? starts off very very strong and i feel like it's just like you said that bloat it's like every time you get a wave of records there's like two that come and it's like we didn't need these you know what but, about heartbreak on a full moon Oh, the 50 song joint I liked it Because I'm a fan of music Like I If an artist I enjoy Drops a lot of tracks I like being able to go And really bump. But I think when he dropped that one It was either that Or it was uh, Royalty Whichever one He had also dropped a mixtape That had like 30 songs Or 35 songs on it Right So I And he had a collaboration album With Tiger too <laughs> Yeah so it was like I enjoy that Just from artists I really love And I like to listen to but at the same point, it was just like, all right, it's just a lot of a bloat in between certain records. It is good because you can make your own playlist. I would literally take those albums and like, all right, how would I have done this? Or how, where would I move songs? But for this one, out of 22, for me personally, I'm at 21 out of 22. And the, tw- the one song I'm not that wow, much of Wow, 21 out of 22, that's good. And the one song I'm not like there yet, I heard it early and I was like, okay, it's not, it's not terrible. It's just not for me right now. But I think I like it because I don't feel like he was trying to, like he wasn't trying to be another artist. He was literally trying to create, he had a vision, he had a goal with the music, he's singing about anxiety. He says some shit like, yo, I'm not losing another bad bitch. I was like, damn, nigga, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you know, like more, like he has some of the most authentic non radio esque R and B songs that I can hear played on like Quiet Storm Radio, like the joint Moonlight, fucking Stutter, um, Angel, um, Angel Numbers, like it's dope, and he still kind of goes into like Sensational was a great single, um, Best Ever, Feel Something, like he's just singing the joint with Friday. Like, I really enjoyed it because I feel like these are the songs he really wanted to make and didn't feel like I have to put 40 songs or call in every favor to really, you know, get my point across or be able to sell. And even though the numbers aren't hitting like we would you would expect an artist of his caliber to, to hit, a lot of artists have also fallen into that same category in the last year. Yeah. People aren't buying or streaming music like that anymore. So I'm And also, when he go on tour... It, it's gonna sell out. It's oh. gonna sell out. So it doesn't really matter about the record sales. Yeah, he's like, if he would have condensed, if I, if I'm being honest, if he would have took, if he could have took four songs off, or like he could have dropped them as two separate EPs because they play very well. If you play like one side and then another side, they play very well. Mm-hmm. He could have took off. Let me see. I think he could have done without very special. I think he could have done. He could have left summer too. I feel summer too hot was great. He could have made those like bonus songs. I think that would have been the big thing. Red Flags is cool, but I'm also like, again, Red Flags, Closer, those could have been bonus records, but they're not bad songs, and I think I appreciated that. Okay. I like that. I'm I'm, I'm going to finish listening to it. I support Breezy. You feel me? I think he had a tough time in the media, and I think they're still trying to, like, get him out the paint. But for him to release, what's his 11th album? hmm And he's, he's been around since 2005, about to be two decades soon. Shout out to him. But now, <clears throat> what a time to be alive, to be a Drake friend, and not Kendrick Lamar. Oh, my God. It's, like, it's just it's just blessings on blessings over here. So, so first of all, I was going to come here and talk about the tour, you know, try to get you to come along and see where we go, see Drake, you feel me, and J. Cole. Shout out to that. Then he released the first person shooter, Video. Music video of the year. Video stuff. I, I love when artists take their time because music videos, music videos hold a special place in my heart in music because I used to love watching them and seeing like how the artists express the song. Because sometimes with certain songs, the music video make the song better. You get you kind of get the vision of the song, and I think in this day and age now, ain't, ain't really that much thought process behind music videos for him to really take that down pay homage to the office um michael jackson from the spider-man just everything and j cole being part of it even the ll cool j knock you out just that homage of that this is what i fucking need over here and then slick at four in the morning at at three in the morning (laughs) scary hours three this man, I, you, he, he told me in October he was going to take a break because of health issues. And I was, you know what? I was like, bro, you, you blessed us with so much artists, so much albums and just songs. You deserve that break, even though I'm sad. But he, he, he knew that I really wanted him to back. That's why he the GOAT. This is why he the GOAT. This is why he's the GOAT. I slick. Yeah, nah, definitely. I think it's cool. We we have to understand. Hold on, oh, hold on. Oh slick, 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 slick. He gave us when when the certified lover boy came out. Twenty twenty one. When the certified lover boy came out. Two summers ago. 
when did this come out? Oh, two summers ago. Um, September September third, two thousand twenty one. Kingsley, honestly, never mind. Then give us her loss, and then give us for all the dogs them. <clears throat> In a two year span, gave us four albums, and now he about to give us an EP. Now, as far as the big three, J. Cole, He's still number one. you know, y'all J. Cole fans could be, you know, because he, he gives y'all features, but he don't really give y'all projects like that. He kind of feeds y'all with that. Kendrick Lamar fans, I know y'all niggas are starving. Y'all not catching shit for the next three or four years. Ha ha, niggas. Your nigga went back into his cave, my nigga. Shout out to his, fian- shout out to his wife and his beautiful kids, though, by the way. I saw those pictures. Shout out to them, though. But you, you fans, I know y'all sick right now because y'all gonna see a, you're not gonna see K Dot for the next four fucking years. J Cole's still gonna do features because that nigga been talking about the fall off for how fucking long? We over here, Drake fans, we got four fucking projects and one EP on the motherfucking way. What a time to be alive, to be a Drake fan, and not K Dot. So once again, fuck Pusha T. Fuck Varel, fuck the state of Virginia, fuck Clips, um, fuck a- fuck Kodak Black, fuck anybody who's against the six. You heard? I'm good now. I'm glad. Shout out to Drake, man. Six, 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 six. And and Joe Button, he I know he got a bar for you, old ass too. And everybody saying that Joe Button for kind of his criticism forced him to rap. Thank you, Joe Button. <laughs> Even though I know you say you're gonna leave him alone, you already know you and Parks is getting a bar too. I'm 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 prepared to do a deep analysis on the bar too for that. You know he about to ball your head off. So if you gonna stay retired, stay retired, bum ass nigga. We can talk about sports though. Go ahead, Slave. You take it over here. I'm good now. Just really quickly, this James Harden trade has been terrible. <laughs> Them niggas have not won a game. They've been in this, like losing at the buzzer the last couple. They're getting it together, but it's like, ooh, who going to ask for a trade first? It can't be Harden because he just got there. But which one, Paul George or Kawhi, who going to say they out? Who you think? We got to take a bet. Russell, Russell better shut up and stay because nobody knows the team on his ass. Yeah, nah, it's definitely Kawhi or Paul George. I think I think Kawhi going to be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, I'm out, bro. Sorry. And then Draymond... Want to put niggas in chokeholds? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro. First of all, Clay Thompson needs to get suspended because Clay Thompson started that whole shit because that McDaniels nigga didn't even do anything, my nigga. He was just running and then Clay Thompson put his hands out and grabbed him. And so he just basically tried to take his hands off, whatnot. So Clay Thompson, even though he did get fined, he should have got suspended because he was the start of this. If he had never reached out and grabbed him, none of this was happening. But slick. From what I know from this, niggas don't fuck with Rudy like that. Rudy, request that trade, my nigga. Niggas let niggas let you get choked out and dragged across the half court, and nobody nobody put their hands on Draymond. Nah, they damn sure didn't. Niggas don't fuck with you. <laughs> and I know Draymond been waiting to catch this nigga because I think they had like underlying beef for a minute. <laughs> that nigga don't like croissants. <laughs> that, nigga, that, nigga, that, that nigga was waiting. And you don't shout to, but I want to shout to Draymond too, because he said I'm gonna go after the big nigga. Fuck out of here. Fuck, fuck anyone else. I'm coming after that nigga. 
Don't fuck with him. Yo, it's, it's lit. Shout out to the in-season tournament. I know, I know, I know Silver is hating niggas right now. He's like, God damn, nigga, we just trying to start something new to, to bring some energy back. And y'all niggas fucking it up. Hey, fuck it. You gotta, be, you gotta do what you gotta do. Niggas gonna watch that next uh, Minnesota and Golden State game, though. So he got he he suspended for five games and close to eight hundred thousand dollars in fine, right? Yeah, yeah, they got that. Nigga. That's small change though. He just signed a big contract, didn't he? He get twenty five million a year. Yeah, twenty five million a year. Still, that means you're not getting paid these this next pay period. Your shit gonna say zero. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much money you got. That shit hurt. But niggas know not to fuck with him though. Niggas know not to fuck. Niggas know not to fuck with the Warriors though. Nah, because Ant said that shit. Well, well, Ant told that nigga straight up. I'm nobody worried about your ass, Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Rudy Gobert. I'm sorry, bro, because you're making us light skinned niggas look bad. Don't give niggas a breakdown of the whole shit of you getting choked out, bro. You're just making this shit even sad, bro. Just catch that nigga like yo, next game. God just did. Yo, just 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 snuck. You gotta punch him in his face, bro. Like high key, like at tip, nigga. Fuck the ball. Bow. Bro, that's a fact. I, I don't care if you get fined, you get suspended for the rest of the season. You gotta live and die for the respect. Because I mean, nah, if you choke a nigga out, you could have killed him. Fuck that. If it's five games, if you say he, he, he got he got he got the hole too. That nigga, it wasn't like no baby choke. My nigga really yeah, nah, locked in. It was underneath the chin. He was going to sleep. It was over. And he's, 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 he's gritting the teeth like, yeah, nigga, go to sleep, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, trust that nigga like Melvin and Baby Boy. Yeah, nah, that shit. Yeah, nah, you got, he got and, then, and, then, and I ain't going to lie to you. I know that I know that locker room is silent right now. Cat. Cat, Cat. wasn't trying to do nothing. He's trying, he trying to put the other nigga in a chokehold. <laughs> he dad trying to put him in a chokehold. It wasn't working. I was like, bro, what are you doing? But Slick. If, if if niggas got your bands in a chokehold, you're not gonna sit here and just grab him to oh stop guys stop. Yo, you put that nigga in a chokehold too. At least nah, do something. He's supposed to throw oh. in. He's supposed to smell. Yo, get the fuck off. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, Patrick Beverly said it the best. Yo, Rudy, request that trade because niggas don't really got your back over there. And me personally. I'm I'm being lackadaisical for the rest of the season. I ain't catching no boards. I ain't doing no blocks. I, I'm I'm I ain't doing shit for niggas no more. Cause niggas let me get choked out on national TV like that. That's a Fendi. First first minute of the game too. That's the wildest. <laughs> niggas ain't even run up and down the court properly. <laughs> the score was zero zero. <laughs> niggas ain't been put in the basket yet. But I can't wait for the playoffs. The playoffs go look. Yo, know, the funny thing about it too is. Um, AD and Desmond Bain was going there. Niggas was like, yo, John Morant is, it was at home holding his 40. <laughs> and then AD, I, I don't, but quick, real quick before we get a song of week. Not too much on AD though. He been doing well. Just because he did a nine point performance, niggas started talking about trade him. So the oh, other he got, he got 20. Bombed. It was that bad last night? Yeah, he only had nine points. Oh, and Sabonis had like 29, 16, and 8, right? Yeah, and Sabo- he has never won a game against Sabonis. He's eight and he's he's zero and eight. Any game that him and Sabonis played in, he has lost. <sighs> That's so niggas, niggas, but niggas is on his head top about trading. But I'm like, yo, prior to that game, AD been doing very well. I'm about to say, like, he's we've accepted he's a number two. It's fine. It's just the sad part. Is like, Bron can't, I don't know how much longer Bron can do this. I don't know. My nigga just my nigga just uh, he just broke the record for having a triple double as the oldest player. And then he also moved up on that list. You gotta understand this nigga LeBron is gonna be top ten in everything. In almost every statistical list. 
points and three point assists, triple double. Bro, go. But yeah, we we strapped for time though. Song of the week. Please download the live podcast app so you can listen to this and listen to our song of the week and get out of that YouTube. But still subscribe though, because we changed it up a little bit. And please listen to our Spotify music playlist, our Apple music playlist. What's your song this week, brother? Uh, I'm gonna stay to this breezy. I'm gonna play two joints that really stood out to me. The first one, this joint is Chris Brown, Moonlight. kind of harmonies and then that kind of beat if i ever heard that kind of beat he was talking about some pussy like straight up it wasn't it was on double entendre his girl calling me eat that pussy put my thumb in your booty type shit the fact that he's he used the double entendres and the metaphors to complain her getting on top that shit was immaculate and in this joint it's another one of my favorites off the album this is chris brown stutter both of us want your body up on mine wanna hold you up closer every night cause you're one of a kind I ain't gonna lie about you baby let's do a little dance and cut a rug up I know you got moves yeah cause I've been fantasizing on you about you shorty just a little you know I've been vibing for a little you got me Chris Brown in that pocket. Chris ain't been in that pocket since the first album, bro. (laughs) Okay, I see what you're talking about now. Shout out to Chris. All right. My song of the week. I stumbled upon this song of the week. I ain't gonna hold you. It made me listen to this artist a bit more. Here's Jay Safari. Let me on. Is there even a reason for us? Don't move on. Waited all season for you and your love. Asking me to reassure you. You're the same girl to let me on. You're the same girl to let me on. We don't got no alibi. In my phone, she tell me that she down the ride. Did you all the only thing you saw last night? Say what you want. I'll be yours. You're the same 
That was Jay Safari. Led me on. Shout out to him, though. And then I was struggling with my second song of the week, but I had to support New York, especially Brooklyn. You feel me? So shout out to Lola Brooks. She just released her debut album, Dennis' Daughter. So I had to play this. This is featuring Carly Rae. Don't get me started. Yeah. Lola, what we doing, Lola? Doing the things we like to do, Koi. <laughs> you know my body Shake it fast, dump it low Make them spin and throw them old Green like go Get it green like go Up, down, throw it round Pop it like a pro Green like go Get it green Please don't get me started Please don't Please don't Please don't get me started Please don't Please don't Please don't get me started Please don't Please don't Please don't get me started Please don't Please don't Started. Get me started. Been the fly bitch before the clip. I had just departed. Mm. Did it on the wood white beat. Now it's different garments. I want parts of my ops too, so we split the target. You know I'm getting my lick back regardless. Pesos in the bridge, I trust. Can't beat about cheese if it ain't at the lock. These shots be real. When the wounds get bust, catch that, take this. Hut, mm. big door from a pup. Mm. And a puss can't be touched. Move what? That's enough. It's he sad. Can I just say, I'm shocked you didn't pick that Jack Harlow record, bro. I mean, it's for white folks. That shit was alright, though. You wildin'. <laughs> I don't want no That shit was alright. I almost picked it too. I was like, this I mean, breezy. I like it. That breezy, I like it. That breezy was too much fire, though. But there's so many damn. There's so many albums because I, I I wanted to play something from the Mariah Scientist, which she is dope, by the way. And then Cherry Two Two just dropped. There's a lot of good albums out here, though. Fourth quarter looking type, good though. But you know. You know, next next week is all Scary Hours 3. For all the listeners out here, Scary Hours 3. I hope you know that is changing on my list, though. But that was Lola Brooke. Don't get me started. Go support her album, New York. You feel me? But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite. Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. It's fun indeed. Welcome to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right. All right. TSA, man. We got a couple of topics for you guys this week, man. Yo, Slick, man. This nigga Joe Smith about to lose his fucking mind. (laughs) Cameron, I love you, bro. You got one of the best podcasts out here right now with Mace. But you keep playing with that nigga's wife, though. <laughs> that nigga about to shoot some shit up. What's your whole thoughts about Mace gifting a body rub for Cameron? They got sent her back to Instagram. Wherever the fuck she was at, dog. <laughs> like, yo, what? Like, I'm I'm really convinced that that whole shit had to be a skit. Because there's no fucking way that we go from... You you recording your husband react to you having OnlyFans and you being and you being mad at him for being upset. So now you got are you giving other niggas massages on TV, bro? I that's why I can't say it's a skit anymore. Because at at one point, bro, when are you gonna stop it, G? <laughs> she's been on the she's been on TMZ. She's been she already been on that platform already, and Cam already flirted with her. So it's not like it's not like. So that's why it can't be a skit no more. It can't be no more. It can't be a skit. Because cause Slick, he flirted with her before talking about her cleavage. 
And then for you to let your girl go back up there and go massage him. Oh, you said the wrong nah. word. You can't say let. He let his girl do what? You about to get canceled again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, his girl um, felt empowered to go there. Man, <laughs> fuck that shit. No. <laughs> no. Yo. There are lines. And I don't give a fuck with none of y'all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, never mind. I'm about tired. I'm not to say something. Say go ahead. It's nah. a TSA. Go ahead. Nah, there's nothing you could say that justifies that. I don't give a fuck. There's certain things that just shouldn't happen. Like should never happen. I don't care if it was like a skit. It was a gr- no, no. Because now we don't respect your man. We don't. Got this nigga doing Vlad interviews, bro. That nigga looks sick right now, bro. He already had money that- issues. Like yo, come on, stop. Cut it out. Cut it out. And I want. I want to have a real moment, real quick. Is yo, fellas. It's the hopeless shit that we were talking about, bro. Oh, you on the way? Because this, this is why this is why you as a man should stand on business. Don't 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 sit here and succumb to pressures from outside sources. I'm gonna see how I'm getting more politically correct. <laughs> and bro, just understand that you ain't gonna get no sympathy, bro. Cause really, Joe, the only thing you could do is dust yourself off. And just move on, bro. You just got to take that L, bro. You just got to take that L, divorce the girl, and just go about your business at this point, bro. That's a funny. See, a nigga like me, I just would have cried and read manga. I'd have been like, oh, Boruto? Say what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Slick. Would you pay 10 k for a naked breakfast? No. No fucking way. Come on now. Okay, so, so let's give a little context. So there's apparently a new business service. That started in Atlanta, where if you pay a certain amount, you will have a brunch service. So it's sort of like a catering where you have these women that come here and give you breakfast naked. Ten thousand. How much you how much how much how much how much okay, okay, not for ten how much you would pay though. I could go to the strip club and pay sixty to get in and get food. So a hundred dollars. If I get the hundred dollars <laughs> during sure. $100. You're not supporting black businesses? Come on now. That is prostitution. You're not supporting with, black that's, businesses? That's prostitution without me getting my dick wet. Bro. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I don't know if I want your labia next to my eggs. Though. I don't even I don't care know. about that like yo, nasty nigga like cool, I'm fine with that. But it's just like yo, 10 bands and if you're not bringing the baddest drinks in the city, why do I care? Like you bring some girl that I could have found outside the corner store on like Hillside, I'm gonna be like, yo, but we want natural bodies, though. I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with natural, but I'm saying the girls in the video was not fire. I saw the video, they was not fire. It was not, hey, I'm paying 10 bands for this. It was like, nigga, I ain't bro, gonna lie to it, you. It was, I'm they, paying 10 bands. Um, breakfast not the only thing getting eight. I'm like, you know that now. Sorry, we fucking. <laughs> All right, Shannon Sharp, you a wild boy. You a dude. You can't do we, that. We fucking. Fuck the, you fuck. If, I, if I paid 10. So remember when we went to Tulum and we had. If that shit was. We fucking. Fuck. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You think you think you're just going to make some scrambled eggs and hash brown and you didn't think you're going to get the sausage? <laughs> yeah, see? I got this is what I say. You got to check your nasty friend. Come on, B Breezy. You know that's not right. <laughs> But not nah, You're telling me you come million. out of your pockets ten bands. Dick is dick is getting let out. I'm I'm naked too. We all naked. <laughs> Man said I thought it was a party. I thought it was a dress code. Fuck it. I paid ten thousand dollars. It's a dress code. And that shit is so like I'm like who's why protecting the women? Like if they do get with some nasty niggas, like it's just a, a overall stupid process. No. I mean, it's filmed. So I, I guess 
um, there's someone there that records them while they serve you the food, and they turn up with you too. You you're missing the best part. They turn. They not only give you your food, but they're there. They do. They play. They play some games with you. So you realize over no type of game you can play naked. Maybe you, Twister. Do you realize how many girls go outside damn near naked already? I can go to any random brunch spot and get that for like one ten, one like thirtieth of the price. What's, what's I'm a slick? Def- I'm we, a, we, we, we supporting black women. Okay? I'm supporting black women, yes, but I'm not $10,000 <laughs> to see them just walk around naked and serve me eggs and fruit. It kind of sound right when you say it like that, but not $10,000. <laughs> Come on now. Like that package. Don't you, is it, is it an enemy man dream to wake up and, and see in the kitchen a, a, a beautiful girl in the, naked with an apron on making you breakfast yeah but then you're not like to your point we're not doing nothing with them they just feeding me and entertaining me because i paid for it that's no i don't know about you we fucking (laughs) (laughs) you better you better you you think i'm only gonna be out here drinking mimosa bitch (laughs) i can hear the girls is is this not for you if you tripping about money niggas with money don't trip about money all right no that nigga with money that's purging wants his re-up and you be like no feed you they feed you too okay i'm a grown-ass man so i feel like prince hakeem from coming to america come on now he ain't get his dick white either if you remember correctly <laughs> he had to go all the way to to new york city so you about to come back home dry dick to now to ten thousand dollars congratulations hey nope. if i had money to blow nope if i had money to blow not in, I this, go, not in this country but I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna ask for some I'm gonna ask for some exquisite breakfast items though. Fuck fuck a scramble eggs and just some bacon and some and potatoes, bitch. I want some eggs benedict. <laughs> like I'ma need I'ma need I'ma need that exquisite, I'ma need that caviar. You think I'm gonna if I'm gonna get some breakfast items, fuck a McGriddle. I'll need you to make that shit from scratch. Okay? Now slick, real quick, this YG post. This is this is guys. We gotta start with this disrespect. This is remind me of Joe Smith. So YG just posted up a picture, right? Not too crazy. A girl on a pole, showing little coochie lips. <laughs> you know, not too crazy, right? He live a wild life. Well, apparently, slick. That woman's baby daddy went on social media and pled <laughs> for that man. To take that photo down of his baby mama. What's your whole thoughts, Luke? <sighs> you knew who she was who she was when you got with her, bro. <laughs> you defeated. You never we always say this. You never go to the other man. You check your shorty. And if that's where her money comes from, hey, well, you signed up for that. No, you take the picture. That shit's sad. He probably bro, you crying on social media about this? Hey, niggas with pride, bro. It happens. And now, lastly, before we get to I choose one, what's your whole thoughts on that? Um, what's the classic man nigga's name? Oh, Jadena. When he said he manip- manipulated women. Yeah, you want to play that clip real quick? I said it. I just want to. Wanna... <sighs> I guess this shit about to be funny. I mean, no, never mind. That's not the right word for this kind of situation. Hold on. Oh, man. Jadena, Jadena. Where is it at? You sent me like 30 million videos, dog. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send it again. I'm send it again. Here we go. The classic man. I robbed some women of their baby making years, dragging them along. They build me up. Look at me now and look at them. If you are creative, I folded you into my artwork. If you were in my artwork, I gave you a job. I gave you a job. I mastered your life. 
I gave you a house, food, everything you need. I protected and provided for you. I did what men are supposed to do. You know, I remember different quotes I said, like just like really manipulative things to say, like, no one's going to love you the way I do. My God, I'm ashamed of it. And I, that's what makes me angry when I see my brothers do that. We can't do that to, to the women that have done so much for us to even exist. And I saw myself for the first time. All the things I'm saying now, woo, horror. Bit by bit, I stripped myself of my former self. And I swore that the next relationship. That's a nigga that done fell in love and realized he was a hoe. <laughs> or a nigga that tried to get his bitch back. <laughs> nah, nah, he, 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 he in a happy relationship. He said it. He said it. I was like, I paid attention because he, he used to be into uh, polygamy. Was it polygamy? Non-monogamous. Non-monogamy. Yeah. Monogamy. Excuse me. I can't talk today. I'm tired. But um, in that respect, I, there was some truth in what he said. But I also feel like it came from a place of like niggas with power, niggas with money to double bags. What we discussed earlier. We know the dream that a lot of people have. A lot of niggas do manipulate with this, with the idea that I can provide all these things for you, but not want forever with you. I want you yeah. on call. I want you on roll. And they won't. They also won't present that. Like if you present that to a, a woman, then it's on. Not to sound selfish, it's on her for how she wants to go through with it. If she's fine with the mutually beneficial connection, cool. But to his point, he's like, I'm having these women. I'm taking care of those needs that they have, and in respect of that, I am legitimately using that to boost me up. I don't see what's wrong about that though. You they made it oh Lord, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> they made a conscious decision. When are we gonna when are we going to um accept people to have accountability for their actions and not give them sympathy? If you went with this guy, he it, unless he lied to you and told you one thing and fed what? you a whole different dream, but if he came to you and told you Right, you fuck with me, I'm gonna still fuck with other bitches, but your needs gonna be taken care of. And you sat there and took it, but it ain't nothing else to say no more. But no, I think to his point, he's saying that I literally was telling these women, yo, not right now. I think that's the problem. You can't, don't leave me. No one's gonna love. Think about it. If I tell you not right now, but I have no intention of ever getting there with you. I'm holding you up from finding what you the joy that you Hold want. On. This might sound toxic. You never change your mind. <laughs> you never change your mind. Before? I agree with that. But to think about to change your mind, that means at a point you had to feel like you wanted that. I think he's saying he knew these women he was using to build him up and put into his work. They were never the one. But I think he only to your point though, and the kind of like the point I'm getting to in my head is that he probably got to a point where he said, "You know what? He got he found a relationship. He found happiness. He realized, yo." I was tweaking. I feel like somebody pulled a him on him. That's when niggas really switch up. 100%. Pulled a him on him and he said he can't stand bitches. Shout <laughs> to Blakeyana. <laughs> that's what happened. But, but that's the game. We, we, we say it all the time. The game is the game. Yo, you either play it or you don't. You uh-huh. decided to play the game and the game got played on you and now you want to do this whole self-reflection and then growth. try to empower. And I'm just like, that's growth. I respect that. But I don't respect it. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of, and we don't have that much time, so we break it down somewhere soon in the future. But I mean, I'll postpone. First of all, this can postpone. This can this. Let's postpone. Huh? We can postpone to choose one and have a conversation. This is an interesting topic. Yeah, but hey, first of all, it's giving me narcissistic. Uh, but, and I've been like using that for because you but, know women like using that, but, overusing that word. It's giving me that. But to the point, to his point though, was he not being narcissistic in the way he was using women? And I say that because a lot of times, think about it. In our younger years, you were. 
like you were judged based on the quality and caliber women you kept around you. You think about that, right? Who was you told? Who had access to this woman? Who was the new bad chick? Oh, can I get her? Oh, I fuck. She fuck with me. Like you know, we fucking, we doing whatever we doing. It's not oh, yeah. you feel me. So I think to that point, we all have a little bit of narcissism built up. I think for him, he's like, he's like, there's a time and a place, right? There's the fun era, and it's like, all right, this nigga. I think he's like what 37, 38, If I'm got correct, something like around there, right? So think about that. A woman at that age, she's if she's in the range of having a uh, a, a high risk pregnancy. You feel he's me? He's thirty eight. He's thirty eight. So you're saying this is him in his thirties moving like this. As a 30-year-old, I'm not moving like that. You feel me? Because it's like, at that point, why well, am I wasting your time? Even if I'm single, it's like, cool. I'm trying to find somewhere where I can find peace. And granted, he's an artist. He's struggling, things like that. That's But, but that's also a lot of stuff, too, because he's an artist. So he's so now he, now, I guess, when the classroom came out, like, probably seven or eight. Yeah. He finally got access to So now his, because really, we said it all the time. This is for both all genders. You only, as... Limited to your access. Mm-hmm. His access range went up. Now he doesn't really want the relationship anymore. I know a bunch. Of, I know a bunch of niggas right now. You give them, you make them a millionaire right now. All of a sudden, they don't want no family no more. They want to live it up. They want to enjoy their bread. So it's kind of like it was only your environment. Now that your environment changed, of course you're not going to want those same type of things. Until you had, until you went through that emotions, and then now you finally was like, okay, maybe that's not for me. But you got to experience it. And I, but I also think to that point, he also realized, yo, and it's not niggas. Let's be real, niggas know when she's not the one. Oh yeah, we know. I think he's saying he was telling girls that they were not the one, that they were the one, and just had to wait for him, just to be like, nah, never mind. And that's unfair because we're mm-hmm. on different st- Nigga, we could pop kids out of 70. Look at, the, what was it, De Niro or Pacino? Whichever one of them just had a baby. Like, we could do that <laughs> shit. There's certain thing that women cannot do. Hey, women pop them shit at 40 now, though. At 40, I'm <laughs> It's saying, high risk, though. It's high risk. Think about the, just the body, what it can do to the baby, what it can do to them, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's just like, it's layers to it. Like, we can look at it from every angle. I think that you appreciate the growth in a man when you say, yo, bet like i was playing around or i wasn't ready like i think a lot of women can respect the man that said he wasn't ready and walked away versus a nigga that told her she was gonna be it and then just dipped on her you feel me i think for him did it come up a bit dramatic and narcissistic because it's like you know i'm trying to do this and that, but it's also like and, and, and i don't want I, I don't want to make it seem like i'm on women i'm 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 hard i'm it's mostly even if it, the rose was switch it's more so my my main thing about it is when do that other person take accountability accountability and it, it could be the roles can be reversed because I don't want women thinking I'm just on women or women need to take it. No. When is the one if a if a girl if you were talking to a girl and she talking about, oh, I'll, I'll be in a relationship with you soon and whatnot, and then whole time she's still dating, when is when are you going to take it upon yourself to be like, you know what, this is what I wanted. That person is not on it the way I want it, and I'm going to leave. Well, to that point though, a lot of times in those situations when it happens though, it's clear. That's not that if a person is taking care of those needs, so in the case of his women, he's taking care of their financial needs, their their needs, like the shit that 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 fucking banner of what a good man is, he's doing that. And her mind I is feel like, like I feel like that absorbs him just a little bit though, because you got comfortable and you was getting your needs met to a certain degree to the point that you absolved yourself from getting accountability for the situation that you in. My the, pro, the thing about it is, I'm 100 with you with the analysis on him and the growth and him just wasting time. But my thing about it is, what about the other person? Just because your needs was being met, you was comfortable with the situation that you was in. 
Yeah, if you if niggas is paying rent and you can, you I, I know that, but you gotta, but you gotta but then, take accountability for yourself at that point. That bro, how many? Yeah, ho- I, I stayed around because my needs was getting met. How so many? I can't, I can't bro. blame him too much for robbing me of what? my baby, baby bearing days because I was getting taken care of and it was cool. But yeah, I agree with that. But then also to that point, how many girls you know that? A nigga take them to the steakhouse once every six months, and they's like, "Yeah, we, he's still around. He's still doing." It. Like you feel me? Sometimes it's like to have those needs met. That's what all you know. So I can't completely absorb. I can't just be like, "Yeah, nah, they was accountable." It's like, yo, if everything is clicking and it's where you want it to be, like you think about it. If he's paying for shit, that means they can kind of go about and live the life that they want. I can't fault a woman for saying, "You know, I I can wait for you." You can't really be upset at him though. I mean, if as the woman, if you can't knew, be that upset at him because it was like, hey, if you lying to her face, you could, she could be. If you tell her, straight oh yeah, I'm, I'm not, yeah, but I'm, but I'm, I mean, he's, I'm saying he's not guilty. I'm not saying he's not. He's guilty not guilty at alone, all. no. But it's yeah. like it's like seventy thirty. On Perfect. Him. That's what I meant to say. He's not guilty alone. Yeah, no, nah, but it's that's like, what I want to say. He, he created, is not guilty he alone. Created through his access, money, and influence, he created situations that were beneficial to what he wanted. He had women who he could be like, yo. I can give you all of this, but I can't give you that. And they said, yes, they were complicit. But at a point, it becomes manipulative because it's like, hey, I already know what she wants. I'm not giving her that. But as long as I keep doing this, she's not going nowhere. Anytime a nigga says she's not going nowhere, that nigga is probably wilding out in these streets. And we know oh, yeah, he is wilding out. But then as the person, you realize it's like to Joe Smith. You see your girl wilding out here, but you didn't file for divorce yet. Yeah, you still, you're still legally married to her. So it's kind of like at, at one point, is she really wilding? Is she really wilding, or you just don't Allowing have it. enough self awareness to have for yourself, or self respect for yourself to get out of that situation? That's a good point. I like this. It's a good debate. You wanted to just have a random choose one. We could bring the choose one back somewhere. Yeah, we bring yeah yeah we bring the choose one next week. Yeah, niggas will be like, oh, two weeks. Fuck up, nigga. <laughs> we we gave you a good episode. But anywho, um, download the live podcast app on iOS or Android, and please follow us on all social media. At this might not go well. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us. At this might not go well at gmail.com. Once again, I'm the voice of the streets. Be breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick Grayson. Y'all be great, and we'll see y'all soon. We out of here. To cow. Tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one <laughs>